When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, what's up? We are back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. Today, we're going to be joined by David Roddy. Something to keep in mind for our homeowners, though, with prices going up, it's creating natural equity in your home. If you have mortgage insurance, chances are you can refinance out of that and make the bubble work for you. If you're in the buyer's market, you know how stressful trying to buy a house is right now, especially out in Colorado. I mean, the housing market... It's absurd, so let my friends Mike and Virginia Chevalier take the burden on this extremely difficult process. They're going to alleviate so much stress. Just take some of that worry off your plate. Chevalier Mortgage's ultimate goal is to take the stress out of buying and refinancing. They strive to give their borrowers options with their full financial picture in mind, with the highest level of integrity, always putting their borrowers first. They're proud DNVR members, they're CSU alum. They work nights, they work weekends, they do what it takes. And they actually have a fun perk for DNVR listeners. If you go to dnvrmortgage.com, not only can you get entered to win a free DNVR shirt or hat, you're also going to get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. If you want to speak with someone directly, that is cool too. Just give Mike a ring at 970-412-2472. Tell him Justin from DNVR Rams sent you. You can also call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578, or again, just go to dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. Cool, 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 cool. Like I said, today we are going to be joined by David Roddy. Had a chance to catch up with him, see how everybody is just kind of handling a difficult situation. I was curious about you know, just how much they could take away from from having already gone through a COVID pause last year. You know, what are they doing differently? How challenging was it to go into that St. Mary's game? All of that stuff. So we kind of just dove into it all, talked about the holidays a little bit, tried to keep it light. I mean, it's it's an odd time right now, obviously, just with COVID and, and everything else. But it's still important to remember, you know, this has been already the beginning of a of a historic campaign. I mean, the Rams are ranked 20th in both the AP and coaches polls. We'll, we'll see if they can continue to climb the rankings without playing games. Hopefully, they're going to be able to snap that with the Air Force game next week and then Boise State after that. We shall see. Right now, it's just kind of a, a wait-and-see type game with all of college basketball. It sounds like the CDC is is kind of updating some of their, their guidelines as far as COVID-19 exposure goes and how long you have to quarantine and that type of stuff. So that could actually help not just college basketball, but all sports. Obviously there's some downsides to that as well. You know, I I saw a lot of jokes on Twitter. I think people kind of mocking them just because it seems to be just in the, in the best interest of getting back to work, not necessarily what's best for keeping everyone healthy. But I mean, I don't think that's necessarily a surprise to anyone. The bottom line is kind of what rules it's what rules all, you know, it's just kind of how it works. Everything's a business. Everything has to make money. Um, I'm getting way into the weeds here. Before we get to this David Roddy interview, I wanted to shout out CSU Women's Basketball. They defeated Boise State. They finally got to play a game um, after a COVID pause of their own. 
took down the Broncos in the first Mountain West game at Moby Arena on Tuesday night. There have been quite a few tight games between these two teams over the years. I've, I've talked about frequently, you know, all of the times that CSU and Boise State have ended up meeting in, in the women's basketball tournament in Vegas in the spring. And Boise's kind of had the advantage when it comes to those big time games. The Rams have fared a little bit better in regular season. They hung on on Tuesday night, won 81 to 77. McKenna Hofschild was awesome in this one, played 38 minutes, uh, team high, 32 points in this one. So she went absolutely off. Four assists as well, only two turnovers. Ram fans are are very privileged with McKenna Hofschild and Isaiah Stevens. I mean, these are these are point guards in, in every sense of the term. They they create for their teammates. They can get to the hoop. They can shoot. They can create for themselves when necessary. I mean, she's a bucket. She's she's genuinely one of the more enjoyable athletes in the Mountain West to watch. You know, regardless of sports, she, that's how good she is. The Seton Hall transfer has just been everything that Ram fans were hoping for in this one. Um, kind of a scary moment in this one. Callie Clark went down hard. Apparently, you know, kind of hit her head on the on the floor. Ended up getting helped off the court. You know, so we're we're all thinking her. Hopefully, she's okay. Very talented player, but you know, beyond basketball, we just hope that she is okay. That that kind of stuff is always scary. You know, basketball is not football, but it's a fast-paced sport. There is a lot of contact, and obviously, you know, when you're falling on the hardwood, it can be really unforgiving, and there can be some really scary moments out there. So, we uh, we will be keeping her in our thoughts. You know, if if you're religious, you know, pray for her. Just really scary moment. Along with the 32 points they got out of Hav Shield, also got 19 from Atasu and 16 from Petra Farkas. They got a lot of people that can really light up the scoreboard in this one. A lot of shooters. Each of the the aforementioned made a pair of threes in this one. McKenna made one. So, I mean, really those three players kind of made up the the vast majority of the scoring, but just a big-time win. I mean, this was a game that CSU kind of struggled in early. They only shot 30% from the floor, 4-13 in the first quarter. After that, the heat up go 9-16 in the second, shoot 56% a respectable 8 of 17 in the third at 47%. And then, you know, kind of kind of cold again in the fourth, 4 of 11, so that's something that they're going to need to work on. But defensively, they were able to lock down when it mattered most, and they hang on for a big-time win to start off conference play. You know, the Rams, they started off conference play with a bang last season, ended up kind of falling off after a COVID pause. Hopefully this year, you know, they're able to establish that early momentum and then kind of, just keep it rolling over the entire course of the season. This team is talented enough to win the Mountain West. Hopefully they can. You know, hopefully they may they win the Mountain West tournament. Ultimately, that ends up being more important. Although with the expanded field in the women's tournament, it it may allow for the potential of at-large bids from the Mountain West, which really just has not been the case very frequently over the years. Anyways, big ups to the Rams. They are now 10 and 1. The basketball programs are combined 20 and 1. CSU women's hoops riding a five-game winning streak after falling to number 10 Louisville in a in a competitive game at Moby Arena. I mean, that was a really encouraging showing, and they've just built on it ever since then. Next up, always a, a difficult trip with Viejas on January 3rd, CSU at San Diego State, followed up with another tough game at Fresno State. The Cavender sisters are two of the better players in the entire conference, so these next two road games, a really big test for the CSU women's team. 
I think if you can go one and one, that sets you up for uh, just a great stretch. I mean, you get San Jose State, Air Force, and New Mexico at home after that. All winnable games. New Mexico, usually one of the better teams, but still definitely winnable at home. If you can go one and one here, that that really sets you up to to start strong in conference play, which is always the goal. Uh, This team has the talent. They're a lot of fun to watch, a lot of scores. Looking forward to seeing how they build off another nice stretch here. Cool, cool, cool. Let's get to that interview with David Roddy. But first, the NFL season is winding down. The playoffs are going to be here before you know it. At DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, the offers are getting even more amazing. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win their game. If they do, you're going to win $200 in free bets. Don't miss out on this action. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get some NFL action with the same game parlay. This is where you combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR. Bet $5 on any NFL team to win. Win $200 in free bets if they're victorious. Again, that promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado-only. New customers-only. Restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, joining me on the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage, we've got Team DNVR athlete, Colorado State starting guard slash forward kind of positionless, David Roddy. Happy holidays, man. How, how have you been? It's obviously been, you know, a, a while since you guys have played. How, how are you holding up? Yeah, happy holidays. Um, you know, I'm doing well, actually. Uh, you know, I, I drove home to spend the Christmas with the fam. So it was about a 13 hour drive. So, um, you know, just getting there was, was fun. Uh, getting back here was a little bit of a struggle just cause it's another 13 hours. So, um, but no, it was, it was time well spent, uh, with my family and, you know, getting healthy and everything with everybody else. So, um, you know, just excited to be back. When you go on a long drive like that, are you a are you a podcast guy? Do you listen to music? How do you handle it? Yeah, lots of music. Um, you know, I try to dabble into some podcast. Um, you know, JJ Reddick's podcast is always uh always showing up on my on my feed. So listening to that one as well um is uh is pretty cool. So um yeah, just lots and lots of music. I'll repeat songs and see how many I memorized over the years and everything. So I have a lot of music. Are you big into the holidays? Like, where are you at as far as, you know, you, you sing it along when Christmas music comes on? Or are you the guy that gets in a bad mood? Uh, I'm not singing along. Uh, I enjoy it. Um, you know, I haven't been too festive over the past few years just because, you know, it's college and everything. But, um, you know, going home, I tried to do my best to help my mom set up everything uh, for Christmas. So, um, you know, just trying to set up the Christmas tree as well as, you know, some decorations as, as well as Christmas music. I'm, I'm always down for some Christmas music around that time, but, um, my, my pet peeve is like when they play Christmas music before Thanksgiving, that's, that's my (laughs) only issue with some people. They play Christmas music before Thanksgiving. Yeah. There's, there's gotta be a line at some point. I agree with you there. I, I like Christmas music a lot, but I try to make it to at least December. I mean, definitely not before Thanksgiving though. That's, that's a crime. Do you have, um, do you have like any traditions that you guys do or any, you know, memories growing up that really stand out as far as the holidays go? I know I'm like really getting into the weeds here, but. 
No, you're good. Yeah. Um, you know, for my family, it is always basically the exact same thing each year. Uh, Christmas, Christmas Eve, we're allowed to open only one gift. Um, and so all of Christmas Eve, like day is like figuring out which one I'm going to open today and <laughs> save the rest for the tomorrow morning. So, um, you know, we did the similar thing. Uh, sometimes you'll get like a huge gift on Christmas Eve. And then you realize like, oh man, I should have opened this like tomorrow and saved it. Um, and then we usually go to my aunt's house uh, and, you know, spend time with my cousins there. Uh, and then, you know, Christmas morning, I don't sleep. I don't sleep from Christmas Eve to, to Christmas because I was so excited to open gifts as a young kid. So, um, you know, just staying up with my brothers and I think we put, well, my brother brought his Nintendo Switch. So we played Super Smash Bros. like the entire night, which is hilarious with, with my brother. So, um, you know, it was just a good time. That's what it's all about, man. I, I remember, I think I was in the fifth grade. I got Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. It was this video game I'd wanted for months. And like, two, nice. I don't know, when I think back, that was like the ultimate Christmas gift I got as a child. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I had a, I had a Tony Hawk game. I forgot which one it was, but yeah, I fell in love with it. It was on the PlayStation two. So it was a long time ago, but man, I, I miss it. So, um, you know, it, it's obviously been a while since you guys have, have played basketball. You've been through this before. I mean, having the COVID pots last year, how challenging is it? I mean, to go from, you know, you're, you're in the routine of the season, you're practicing regularly, you have these games, and you guys are 10 and 0, you have this great start. And then now all of a sudden, you know, it's been close to a month since you've gotten to play, maybe not quite that long yet, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, it's a, it's a big mental challenge for sure. Um, you know, just to have that sudden stop uh, and then just understanding like, hey, we have to go through this again. Um, you know, the initial reaction is always, you know, just disappointment and not playing and everything. But, you know, our, our team's health is, is a lot more important than just, you know, playing totally. games. So, yeah. um, you know, getting everyone healthy and getting everyone back is, is, was our number one priority. And, uh, you know, we're very near to that now. So, um, you know, just having that mental toughness as well as, you know, understanding like, Hey, this is a time to get better mentally. Um, you know, just staying consistent with, you know, workouts or whatever you can do, uh, when you're able to do, um, as well as, you know, just looking forward and also reflecting as well on, on what we've done, uh, good, you know, during the season and, and what we can improve on. So there's a lot of, of, of mental aspects to, you know, having a break. Do you feel personally, did, did you feel like you were able to handle it better this time than last year, just having been through this and knowing kind of, I guess, what to do? Yeah, I would for sure say so. Um, you know, I, I, instead of just watching TV all the time, I would try to do something, you know, different and, you know, maybe go on on town or, um, you know, just, again, I was back home. So spending time with my family was, was a huge thing and not even thinking about basketball. Um, but also reflecting on, you know, what I've done well, uh, and what I can improve on as well. So, and also trying to stay in as the best shape as possible because that, that first practice back might be rough. <laughs> was it, was that part hard? I mean, I assume you guys probably couldn't, it's not like you can go to a public gym or something, you know, if you, if you can't go around. Yeah, it was, it was pretty tough, you know, just at home workouts pretty much, or, you know, try to, you know, lift weights at, at our apartment or, you know, something, um, just anything is better than nothing. So, um, you know, that was my mindset. So just trying to figure out when I can work out and, and, 
what to do and everything. You know, our our, our strength coach uh, has you know sent in home workouts and everything as well. So you know, we have we have a great staff that that helps us with that too. JP sending out that group text. You know, don't don't yep. get soft on me now. No, no, none of that. <laughs> um, we, we've talked about this a little bit in the past leading up to the St. Mary's game this year, but obviously that St. Mary's game last year was just, it was really wonky. I mean, it was coming off of the COVID pause. They're a really experienced team. They play physical defense. What do you remember about that game as, as far as just like shaking the rust off goes, did you guys feel out of shape? I mean, did it feel like you hadn't played in a month? Um, yeah, I would say back last year, I would say so for sure. Um, yeah, just, uh, not again, it was our third game of the season. You know, we played, you know, we were supposed to go to Oregon state. That's true. As much earlier. Yeah. Yeah. In that neutral and everything. And, um, yeah, going into that game, we didn't really have any challenge, uh, you know, in the first two games, you know, we played Pueblo and and Northern Arizona, uh, and then, you know, going to St. Mary's and playing a, a really veteran team like that was, a was a wake up call for us. So, um, you know, yeah, we were, we were winded, uh, knees were hurting, couldn't make a shot and our offense wasn't going, going well. <laughs> so there was a, there was just a, it was a recipe for disaster, but, um, you know, we were a very young and inexperienced team then still. Um, but you know, now, I mean, we have all veterans and, and we know exactly what to do to, to pick it right back up. So, you know, I don't really worry about that too much. I mean, you have so much depth too. That's one of those things that that helps you guys. Whereas, you know, if, if you guys are feeling a little bit tired, it, it's nice when you can go ten deep. Yeah, yeah, it definitely helps. I mean, like I said, I'll keep saying this: we basically have two Division One starting lineups, um, and so you know, just you know, just to the guys off the bench, they're they're a, a, a super vital role to our success. So, you know, having having those guys come in and, and matching the energy or actually raising the energy is is super important. You know, I, I know people like you and Isaiah, you're not one to make excuses, but I mean, how much did having your routine impacted last year really affect your guys' chances in that St. Mary's game? I mean, it just feels like if you can't practice, you can't shoot for, you know, days, weeks on end, that would just naturally make it really hard to all of a sudden, you know, now you're going against a, a D1 team, a competitive one. And it's like, well, yeah, the shots just weren't going to fall that night. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just looking back on it. Yeah. It was definitely pretty tough, uh, you know, just to keep your rhythm shooting wise, um, you know, for everybody. So uh, yeah, just understanding that. And, you know, we have a lot, a lot more days of, of practice before uh, than we had St. Mary's. So, um, you know, just again, just trying to, again, knock the rust off as fast as possible. I think, you know, all of the players have done a really good job of, you know, keeping their, their rhythm going. So um you know, just understanding that and just understand, Hey, this, you know, one to two days of, of getting back might be a little rough, but you just got to stick through it. And, and, you know, we'll be back into, you know, our, our mid season shape. Is it kind of a, a relief that you guys get to open back up at home again? Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Um, you know, just, you know, we kind of dodged a very long road trip, I would say, uh, you know, being having a month off at, at Moby is, is pretty tough. So I'm definitely excited to, be back on the court as well as, you know, in Moby, it'll definitely help uh, us a lot more, just, you know, get energized and get going. I mean, I guess it's kind of bittersweet in that regard. I mean, you get the time off, you don't have to go out on the road, but 
I, I imagine you guys were were pretty disappointed to especially not get that game against Alabama in. Yeah. Uh yeah, we were really disappointed uh in that. Um, you know, we just wanted to compete, uh, and we want to compete against every team. So, you know, Alabama's a is, is still a great team and you know, there's they're you know fun to watch and they're super fast paced and everything. And so it was gonna be a challenge for us, definitely. Um, you know, I was super excited for us to go up against them, but you know, unfortunately it didn't happen. But um, you know, they're still they're still a great team and there's again, there's a lot of a lot of a lot more great games ahead as well. I mean, obviously you guys would have had to to play it out on the court, but is it hard to not in the back of your mind think, man, we you know, could have a shot. I mean, Davidson goes in and obviously beats them that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we definitely, you know, we definitely did have a shot just like we have a shot, you know, in every other game yeah. that we play. So, um, you know, for Davidson to go in there again with a bunch of veteran leadership, I mean, it was just like, I've seen those guys since I was in high school, basically. So, uh, when they were recruiting me, so they still have, you know, all those same guys and, um, you know, they play their hearts out. They, they shot lights out as well. And it was a, that was a fun game to watch for sure. Is it weird to be in that position where it's not just saying it? I mean, you guys genuinely have proven at this point, you know, we can compete with anyone. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, I don't say it, I don't think it's different uh, because I've, I've believed that ever since I got here, um, you know, just <clears throat> getting the growing pains out and, and understanding that we're a solidified team and a solidified and veteran unit. Um you know, I say that before every game, you know, no matter who we play is, is we can compete with everybody um, just because of our, our skill set, our, you know, unselfishness, our team chemistry. I think our team chemistry goes a long way uh, against anybody as well as, you know, just our mental toughness late in games as well. So um, understanding that we can, you know, compete and maybe outlast a lot of people uh, is, is, you know, a serious confidence booster every time we go into a game. That makes sense. And then I obviously didn't mean that as a, a slight like towards, you know, any of the previous teams or anything like that. Just, I mean, when you, when you look at a team like Alabama, you know, I think the national narrative is, you know, you know, Alabama should beat CSU because they're an SEC team, but I mean, you guys already beat one SEC team and I don't know. I'm just, it's, it's just a bummer that we didn't get that opportunity to see how you guys did. And I'm sure you guys would have loved it. This episode of the DNVR Rams podcast is also presented by Manscaped, the worldwide leader in men's below-the-waist grooming. If you go to manscaped.com, you can use the code DNVR and get 20% off your entire order, plus free shipping. They have helped more than 4 million men worldwide. I'm not great at math, but that's about 8 million balls. 2022 is on its way. The last thing you want is to be the guy with pubes getting in your way of making this year the best one yet. 2021 might have sucked, and that's why Manscaped is making a splash and upping your grooming game. The signature lawnmower 4.0 is here to take down every pube in its path. Manscaped's engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on the intelligent functionality and an incredibly comfortable grooming experience. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. It's waterproof, it charges fast, it's nice and light. It's easy to carry everything about Manscaped rules. They are one-stop shop. I love their body wash. I love their shampoo. They make ball deodorants. They make crop reviver, which is, you know, so you can freshen things up. They really are great. Go to manscaped.com. Use that code DNVR. Get 20% off your order plus free shipping. 
what what do you know about Air Force? I guess it's it's kind of a weird situation. New coach than the last time around. You guys haven't lost Air Force in the Medved era, though. Yeah, um, you know, Air Force is always a tough team to play. Um, you know, their offense is very unique uh, each year that we play them. Um, it's a lot of backdoor cuts. It's a lot of misdirection, slipping screens and everything. And, um, you know, I haven't seen them play too much this season, so I don't know if their offensive scheme is similar, but I feel like they would have the same, you know, properties as, as the last, uh, the last coach. So, um, you know, just understanding that it's going to be a battle. Uh, it's going to be a slower paced game, uh, as they, you know, play zone most of the, uh, most of the time as well. Um, but, you know, just understanding that and they have a lot of, of good pieces coming back as well. Um, you know, it's always going to be a very competitive game against Air Force. How excited are you to, you know, kind of get into league play? I mean, probably kind of a dumb question, but I mean, it's a, it looks like it's going to be pretty competitive top to bottom. Yeah, it's going to be super competitive. I'm super excited, man. Um, I mean, you know, to start off at home was, is great. And then, you know, we have a great uh, Boise team coming or we have to go to Boise as well. And, and, you know, it's, it's pretty early in the, in the schedule for, you know, those big games as well. So, um, you know, I'm just super excited to, to get it rolling because, you know, the next time I look up at the, at the calendar, it'll be March and we'll be playing 20 games already. So, um, you know, it's, it's going to go by fast. You know, I'm, I'm kind of curious, just, you personally, what you feel on this. Um, I think it's obviously a lot more fun to have the fans in the stands with college basketball. It just makes, you know, the atmosphere better. We've talked about how fun it was, you know, with Oral Roberts and St. Mary's UNC. Like, no doubt, it's just a better atmosphere. Is there any worry, I guess, in the back of your mind with all this, you know, COVID stuff increasing just as far as, you know, I think you guys want to get the season in more than anything else. Is there any part of you that wonders, you know, maybe we shouldn't have fans or maybe we should reduce it or, or anything like that? Yeah, um, I don't really think of that, um, you know, as a future worry. I feel like, you know, you know, people are, are going to do a good job of, you know, wearing their mask and, you know, staying healthy as much as possible, getting their vitamins in and everything. So understanding that, you know, people want to see us uh, is is a huge thing. And, and I feel like they're going to do whatever they can um, you know, to look after their health as well. Um, and if those two line up, then they'll definitely be in Moby, you know, cheering us on. So, um, you know, I hope that nothing changes and we just finish out the season strong. Um, but you know, if it does, you know, we'll just have to adjust, uh, just like last year and, and, you know, have a, a little bit more intrinsic motivation, you know, with the team. And, you know, we, we did really well with that last year and I feel like we'll do, you know, we'll do great again this year with, if that happens. I mean, I, I certainly hope it doesn't come to that. It's, it's, it's weird when the arenas are empty, especially like the national anthem and that whole thing, you know, when it would normally be building, it's just like, well, all right, I guess, <laughs> I guess it's time to play. Um, I don't know. I was just curious though. I'm, I'm glad you feel that way though. I, I have a couple of questions here before we let you go. You know, you you are you were a high school quarterback. That's kind of mm-hmm. a joke online. You know, they bring it up every single every single broadcast. Um, how much do you you know follow the the college football playoff at all? Are you going to be watching these games? Yeah, I'll be watching them. Um, yeah, I think. Wait, when? New Year's Eve. I don't know yeah. when. I don't know when the date is for the games, but uh, I'll definitely be watching as as much as possible. Um, I'm glad that Cincinnati got in. I feel like they deserved it. You know, give the 
the smaller school a chance. Um, you know, and they're and they're rolling too. So, um, you know, I'm I'm definitely glad about that. I don't know if Bama's going to win this year. Maybe they might be dominant uh, again in the playoffs. Um, but you know, we'll see. It'll be it'll be good matchups. Do you think they should expand beyond four teams? <sighs> I would say so. Um, yeah, it's just more exciting football. Um, you know, cause it's usually the same four teams each year. So, um, having, you know, four extra teams gives them, you know, a Cinderella run as well as, you know, it might, it might extend the, the season longer or they just cut, might cut a few games of like, you know, they, I don't even know. They might cut the conference championship, but that wouldn't be a good idea. I think, yeah, I think you'd have to, to cut something if, if yeah. you get it just cause it's already a pretty long season with this, with this current playoff format. The other thing I wanted to ask you though, you're a Minnesota guy. So what are, what are your feelings on this Michigan success? For, oh, for football? Yeah. I mean, do you root against uh, Michigan at all? I mean, growing up, was that a, was that a thing? Uh, it was more of Wisconsin and Iowa. Okay. Uh, you know, those border states we definitely despise. Um, Michigan is kind of pretty far out. And they usually, you know, beat on us uh, ever since I, I grew <laughs> up. So uh, it was a rarity when we beat Michigan or, or you know, those Ohio State. We, we would always be close sometimes. Um, but, you know, we just couldn't, you know, pull through and get the win. So mostly it's it's definitely Wisconsin and, and Iowa and the rest of the Big Ten is just like it's just another game. So are you going to be rooting for them to, to beat Georgia, like Big Ten loyalty or, you know, that Midwest <clears throat> yeah, <I'm> loyalty? A- <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't say so. Um, you know, I just, I love to watch football. So no matter what, what conference it is or anything like that, um, I just want to see, you know, the two best teams play. I don't know who it is yet. Um, (laughs) but you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. I think, I think Michigan might pull out a win for sure. Smart answers. You can't, you can't upset anybody with those answers. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) (laughs) David, thank you as always for for coming on and giving us some time. Looking forward to, you know, seeing you guys hopefully back on the court next week. We'll have to kind of see how this all plays out. But, you know, obviously your guys' health is the the number one priority. So, you know, stay well out there and, and we hope to see you back out on the court soon. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Go Rams. Go Rams.